It's unstable to be with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Did you hear that? That's the sound of Unstable Topics Thanksgiving cards, which are available now at unstabletopicspod.com. I don't have to tell you that because you know that, Sarah. This is Maggie, in case you didn't know that. Oh, wow, that case was so nice. I'm so excited to have those babies on sale again for the holiday season. And then to wrap up the holiday season, have a live show recording on Sable Topics up in McKinney at the Comedy Arena on Christmas Eve Eve, December 23rd, 8 o'clock p.m. going to be so much fun. Are we just like queens of the holidays? Is that us? This is Maggie. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. So this unstable topic that I want to talk about has been already brought up with our writers group, but I want to talk about it with you specifically. I was listening to NPR this morning, and they were thinking about movie lengths and how a lot of big movies are past three hours now. Mm-hmm. And the idea was brought up about bringing back intermission mm-hmm. during movies because it's something that has been done in the past and apparently still done in different parts of the world. And I was thinking, how unstable is it now that we've created these movies that require potty breaks, essentially, right? right? Yeah, it's like a two, it's a two VHSer, you know? Yeah. It is. It's, it's interesting to me because I wonder if this, this is when I first hear that, my first thought is like our shows, we're binging our shows. We're watching shows for like four or five hours at our ho- homes, right? Mm-hmm. And some of those shows, that lengths of the episodes, sometimes they're like over an hour. Like they're really yep. like these mini movies. Mm-hmm. And then movies used to be like an hour and a half wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. But now it's almost like, oh, well, we have to tell more story because people want to be watching for large blocks of time at the same time people's attention span i'm like oh gosh this is more than a minute do i have the time and interest right. to pay it you know what i mean so it's like yeah. how how is my attention span both shorter and also movies are longer well i feel so we make movies right and we have a feature script and i feel like it's the perfect length it's like 86 pages mm-hmm. 87 yeah. pages it's like an hour and a half it's perfect to me. I think yeah. it's perfect length because when I go into a theater, I do not want to sit in the same seat 
for longer than that. If I'm at home watching, you know, four hours of Real Housewives or whatever I'm binging, I have the opportunity to lay down on my couch. I can look at my phone. I can go get a snack. I can fold laundry. I can I can multitask right right. while watching the show. Mm -hmm. And it's a mind game, too. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna watch one episode. Like you're not sitting down thinking I'm committing myself to three hours because I would never do that. Right. You would never intentionally commit yourself to three hours. If you knew there was a break in between, would you commit yourself? I feel like that would make me even more deterred. I'd be like, oh, I have to take a break. I don't want to go somewhere where I have to take a break. I'd rather just go to a movie, be like, this is a normal movie. All of a sudden it's three hours later. I don't even know because I don't have my phone out and then leave. I don't know. I'm Here's a funny thing about this fact too is I loved going to the movies as a – Teen, as a young adult, I loved going to the movies. I, you know, what I love specifically was the summer movie um, a issue from Entertainment Weekly that they would send out in like April that showed all the movies that were going to be coming out during the summer and you're like plan out your movies that you would watch. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I don't want to go to the movies. I don't want to go to the movies, and I know it sounds really bad because we make movies that we want people to see. Like, I went into the movies to see Barbie because that was a beautiful experience. Yes, you had to. Right. I had to. And it was enjoyable and it was fun. But thinking about sitting through a three-hour movie now in a movie theater doesn't bring me joy. Yeah. I think that there's seasons for it. I feel like only recently have I been back into, like, I want to go to the movie theater. But it's just been recent, like, within this last year, year cycle. You know, so I think I think there's times where the movie sounds relaxing and fun. And then there's times where it sounds daunting. I feel daunted by it now. But you know what I'm not daunted by, Maggie? What's that? Our thanks, Miss Givings fact. I love this deck of cards that we created that is available for purchase featuring facts about the holiday Thanksgiving and conversation starters that you can share with your family. And one of my favorite things, though, Maggie, about this deck, besides the hilarity that ensues from playing this game, is the case. It's like this really nice acrylic fancy Yeah, give some, high a- end. Give some ASMR with that. Tap that a little bit. It's got that a little magnet. That was me putting the case top on and off. Mm-hmm. And it's substantial. You know, it's not like a flimsy little plastic thing. So when you pull this out on Thanksgiving – or at Friendsgiving, people are like, wow, they spent a lot of money. And really, you didn't. It's so, not even that much. So what I'm going to do, Maggie, for my reacts is I'm going to uh, pull a card from this deck, which is a real card that you, too, can play at your Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving table. Or you know what, really? Anytime you want to get the conversation going. Yeah. Thanksgiving is every day if you want it to be. Okay. Here we go. Pulled out. Pulled out a card. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. Cranberry sauce was first canned in 1912. Yum. Really? I love cranberry sauce. I like to make it myself. I didn't used to because I think cranberry sauce gets a bad rap. And so I remember like at Thanksgiving, we always had it. But everyone was like, what a stupid thing to have at Thanksgiving. No one likes cranberry sauce. But as I've gotten older, I've realized the value of it, the importance of it, how delicious it is with some turkey. Um, I like to make it myself because it's not hard to do. Well, Maggie, hey, you're skipping to the react. Are you ready to react? Oh, it's almost like I it's just almost like the, the conversation just started. Into, yeah, it just started. It's the beauty of these conversation wow. cards. Wow, okay. and you know I hate talking. I know. So this card really pulled me out of my element. Okay, so 
Cranberry sauce was first canned in 1912. So what foods do you prefer out of a can over homemade? Is that the reaction on the card? Yeah. That's the one we wrote? That's the one we wrote. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I prefer out of a can. Yeah. Corn. Really? Canned corn. Wow, that's bold. That's bold. And you know why? I grew up in a land filled with corn, fresh corn all the time. Fresh corn in the winter, frozen corn, delicious, crispy kernels. But at school, they had canned corn Uh and it was so soggy and so like salty and creamy. Uh And I remember when there was canned corn in the cafeteria, even if I had already bought my lunch I did, brought my lunch, whatever. I would get money from my friends because I was like, I got to get some of that corn. <laughs> got to get that corn. Got to get that corn. <laughs> I I think soup for me. I prefer out of a can versus homemade. I don't – I'm not a big souper, mm-hmm. full disclosure, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I much rather because to me, it's like with your corn, it's sentimental. When I was sick and my mother would fix me Campbell's soup, like – that that's what I remember. Yeah. This could be sponsored by Campbell's Soup if someone from Campbell's would reach out to us. Or canned corn. Or canned corn. Has there ever been a better endorsement? No, never. Yeah, I get that. The nostalgia of it is something special. You know? Mm-hmm. Just like the nostalgia and with these things, misgivings cards. As to earth signs, Sarah and Maggie are always preparing, which is why it's time to play Till Death Do Us Part. Aww, why? The game where they interview potential replacement besties in case the other one kicks the can. Sarah, today's guesty bestie has turned her personal grief into a resource and community for thousands of grievers across the globe. With two dead parents and a divorce under her belt, she helps people process and give themselves permission to grieve losses of all shapes and sizes. She's a certified grief support specialist, educator, coach, former senior policy advisor for the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services, and my good friend, Please welcome Rebecca Feingloss. Hi. Hi, friends. Hi, Max. Hi. Hi, Rebecca. So good to see you. I met you for the first time um, at the Fearless Summit and instantly was like, Maggie, why haven't you asked her to be on the show? She is fantastic. I love her. I want to see if she's a good candidate to replace you. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored to be considered for candidacy, you know? Yes. Well, basically she was like, that's who I want to replace you. (laughs) (laughs) So we got you, we got you on. We do have to ask you formally some questions and we'll be keeping just some tallies, some notes on your answers and we'll let you know at the end. I'm your nervous. status. Okay. Well, don't be nervous. This is the most important interview of my life. Yes. <laughs> Candidacy is really important to me. We're very hard-hitting journalists, so expect mm-hmm. the unexpected, you know? I can't wait. All right. Well, we're glad you're here because humor can be a huge help in grieving, and you are actually not only a grief expert, but also one of the funniest people I know. So as knowing all of this, my first question for you, would you rather laugh so hard you cry or cry so hard you laugh i would rather laugh so hard that i cry because 
Also, that happens to me nine times out of 10 when I'm laughing anyway, because the tears just come. And like, I don't know, that's just like, that's how you know I'm really enjoying the laughter. Okay, that's it. I, yes. I love that answer because I think you're right. When you really know you're enjoying the moment or the thing that's funny is when your body responds visually through tears and laughing. As opposed to like sometimes when Maggie and I are having a conversation and she'll just do this laugh. I think you'll hear it with the pockets just go, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, well, that's mm-hmm. not really funny. Not genuine. Yeah. Not no, there's no, no tears. You know, you know, I think you're really funny if there's like a little bit of, mm-hmm. a little bit of a condensation over here. That's the correct answer. You actually got <laughs> a you. perfect score on that. So excellent. Great, All right. Thank you. We're going into the second question one for one. So again, this is very hard hitting journalism here. And I am, Maggie knows this question ahead of time. So we're both very eager to see how you respond. Okay. So would you rather lead a grieving group for 10 toddlers who had just had to let go of their passies or a group of 10 housewife members who did not get their contract renewed for the next season. Okay. Let me think on this. Take your time. My, so (laughs) I feel like neither group is like particularly well-versed in how to navigate their grief. It's just like a guess. I do wonder if the experience of facilitating either group would be quite similar. Like, I don't know actually how different those would be. Uh, I feel like we'd still have to establish basic premises. Um, But you know what? I feel like I might be physically safer facilitating the toddler group. Like, I just, I feel like I, and Maggie knows because she knew me back when I was a kindergarten teacher. Like, I feel like we could end with a song in that grief group and it would be okay. Like, it would end well with a song. And I just think I could wrap up everything, like, more neatly with that grief group. That's my answer, toddlers. Um, I'm looking over our sheet and yes, yes, that is the correct <laughs> answer. You are two for two. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I would love to hear this grief song. So that's something for you to work on in all your extra time. If you yeah. can release something that I can play for my own children about yeah. grief, I'm in, I'm in for it. Do Cassie grief. That's, that is, you have to give up something you love. That's hard. Yes. And someone's making you do it. You're like not ready at all. I think yeah. just like housewives, there's something there. You know, they are not ready not to come back the following season. They're giving up something mm-hmm. they love. But I do agree it would be a more dangerous group. And I have <laughs> more physically dangerous for my yes, well-being. For sure. and, and we want you to be safe. Thank it's you. funny you mentioned when you were a kindergarten teacher because my final would you rather question is about just that. So <laughs> – when I first met you, you were ki- teaching kindergartners, which feels it feels like it was a very long time ago. And now that we are both older, not too much older, but I feel like as grown people, would you rather sit crisscross applesauce on a hard floor for 30 minutes or try to get across the monkey bars? But wait, can I show you how I'm sitting right now? <gasps> Hold on. I, I want to do this like in a... PG way. Hold. This is live. I sit. Spinning Christmas <laughs> applesauce. Uh, for all of our listeners, uh, right now, Rebecca tilted her camera down to reveal, in fact, that she is currently sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor. On a chair. On a chair. It's on a chair. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I, I sit crisscross applesauce uh, almost 100% of the time. Like if I'm doing an interview, I'm, 
I'm going to be crisscross applesauce. I'm most comfortable that way. It's like you're this grown-up professional woman from the top and a kindergartner sitting crisscross applesauce on the bottom. The perfect mullet. I'm a mullet. (laughs) (laughs) I am a mullet person and this is just how I am. Oh, 100%. I don't want to go on any monkey bars. No, no. That would be terrible. I'll probably dislocate a shoulder. No. I, if I'm like at someone's house like coming over for dinner and they're like, oh, do you want to watch the game? I'm like, cool, whatever. I will be the person on the floor eating and watching the game while everyone else is sitting like a normal adult. But I'm always sitting crisscross applesauce. I have to say though, eating on the floor crisscross applesauce is the smarter way to eat snacks because a couch gives you so many unknowns, right? How soft is this couch? Who's going to sit next to you could disturb the plate of food that you have. I completely think that is the smart and right thing to do. Maggie, is crisscross applesauce the right answer? Ding, ding, ding. 100% on this. But we do still need to confer just real quickly if you can put on your earmuffs. Okay. Maggie, mm-hmm. I'm, yes. I, you know, I think you're a great friend and you're my best friend. And I can yes. only do this podcast with you. Yes. However, I would I do want to put her on like standby. I for sure a thousand percent. I mean, you knew before the interview, and now if that didn't seal it, I don't know what. Okay, you tell her. You tell her. You tell her. Okay. 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 Yes, you. Rebecca, you can take. Hi. So after a quick converse sidebar, we would love to say if anything were to happen to Maggie and my friendship. We would love it if you would be able to come in and take Maggie's place. Yes. Thank you so much. I am honored, honored to be Maggie. I hope nothing happens to uh, of you. Course. Nothing happens to yours and Sarah's friendship, but like, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled yes. for the opportunity. Thank you. Yes. And she'll need you. She'll need you. Cause even if something happens to the friendship, she'll be for sure. She'll need someone, a shoulder to cry on, someone to help her process, someone to sing a song like the Maggie pacifier song, you know, all of it. Speaking of all of these wonderful things you'll do as Sarah's new best friend, where can other people find you to connect with you on the internet and all the work that you're doing? So if you are going through any kind of loss right now, because you probably are, because you're human, whether that is death or non-death, could be a breakup, could be leaving a job that you loved, or even quitting a job that you didn't love, or a diagnosis, something else, grieveleave.com is there for you. You can also find us at Instagram, at grieveleave. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. We are all the places. And it's not just for people who themselves are grieving, but maybe you love someone who's grieving and you don't know what to say to them. Or maybe you feel like your workplace could be a little more grief informed. Grieve Leave is here for you too. We train um, HR teams and all different kinds of workplace teams as well about like how we can just better support each other in our grief. So grieveleave.com, G-R-I-E-V-E-L-E-A-V-E.com. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Rebecca. And we look forward to that hit single. Passy grief. Thank you both so much. It's an honor and a privilege. It's a bestie connection. Thanks for playing along. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. 
Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 